an Apache helicopter. An Apache helicopter has machine guns and missiles. It is an unbelievably impressive complement of weaponry, an absolute death machine. This is episode two of Painting Helicopters. I'm Adam, and I'm here with Mr. 8-Bit Ray. That would be me, the 8BR, the legend, the myth, everything that is podcasting, and the voice of any network that he so chooses to be on. Ah, oh, thank you, man. <laughs> so today's you are a special welcome. day you've been telling me, but you won't tell me why, and now you've piqued my interest. You really want to know? I do, I do. That's why we're here. We are here to talk about the 28th anniversary of Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Oh, what a fucking movie. Yeah, it was such a good movie that they didn't even use their weapons but once. When Donatello whacked uh, Toka, or was it Razor, that he hit the damn turtle in the shell, that was the only time an actual weapon was used in this movie. And to be honest with you, that's the only time I've ever really noticed that because I'm just such a big Ninja Turtles fan. I'm ecstatic every time it's on TV. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know who wasn't ecstatic about it, though? I've done a little research here. Uh, Roger Ebert hated this movie. Absolutely. One out of four stars. He absolutely hated it. Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 32%. Now, Rotten Tomatoes is shit anyway, but 32% is not good. Still better than that crappy uh, Fantastic Four movie that came out all them years ago. Well, this predates uh, the internet, so fuck those guys. Half of those guys were probably, like, two years old. Well, Roger Ebert, you know, he's been doing reviews since the late 70s, so he was around. He knew. Uh, and IMDb fuck gave you. it a 6. IMDb gave it a 6 out of 10. I'm what, giving what the it fuck a 7.5 because number three was fucking awesome. Do you remember that one when they went back in time to um, Samurai Time? To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, feudal japan and uh the only the one of the few things i take away from that was hockey the japanese guys saying hockey and then pretending to fight like they're watching hockey and <laughs> yoshi and, and Raphael going yoshi and, and that's all i ever took away from that i took away the four massive ninja turtles running around pre i was about to say prehistoric it wasn't prehistoric pre-built of japan <laughs> Doing ninja shit, it was awesome. Oh my god. It's actually today, it's not the month. Today is the 28th anniversary of Secret of the Ooze. Oh my. Oh, and by the way, uh, the lot of final bit of research that I did for that. Uh, it got a 90% thumbs up on Google, on Google users. So we know what we're talking about when we say it's a good time. It was a brilliant movie. If you haven't seen that movie, watch it. If you have seen it, watch it again. If you don't like the Ninja Turtles, you're in the wrong place, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, did you take my recommendation from last week and watch uh, Coming Out of Our Shells? So I watched about 10 minutes, maybe. And then my daughter was like, no, you can't watch this. This is terrible. And I love Ninja Turtles. Don't ruin it for me. I have not watched any more since then. My heart is broken. I sent you a couple of those. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, the the stay in school commercial and the oh my god, it's so many bad things that they've done musicals. Uh, it was bad. Yeah, they're trying but to you need put to... a soundtrack to anything these days and release a musical version. I like the greatest show, man. <laughs> 
but yeah, uh, coming out of our shell was a true inspiration. I was there live as a child. Was you super my... Was you clapping all the way through? Bro, you have yeah, I was. You have no idea uh, how awesome it was to go to the concession stand or whatever, the merch table or whatever, and buy a Raphael bandana. I thought I was Captain Billy Badass. You know, I wore that shit for like two weeks straight. I'm fairly sure, and I, I think my mother can attest to this, is that I probably wore it in the shower too. That awkward silence was because I had no idea how to respond. Most people don't. You know, I'm, I'm 34 now, and I still don't know how to respond. I can just, <laughs> I can just tell you that I took that bandana into the shower. There you go. And what about the new Ninja Turtle movies? The um, the Nickelodeon ran ones. Do you like them? Um, they they are what they are. It, it's not my Ninja Turtles, but it's still Ninja Turtles. So yeah, I'll take mindless what I can entertainment, get. man. I, I I'm down to watch uh, Megan Fox in pretty much anything. MC Mikey. MC Ray Ray. <laughs> But uh, when I think of Ninja Turtles, I, I go back to the first movie. I don't even go back to the to the cartoon. I go back to the first movie, and one of the best fight scenes ever in a movie is when the turtles are taken on Shredder. I absolutely love that fight. I will I will pull that thing up on YouTube randomly if I start thinking about it. I'll pull it up and I'll start watching that end fight. And then that's it. And then I'll be satisfied and the whole movie is good. I love that movie. Uh but that end fight just so badass. You'll never find a better shredder. They're some of my favorite childhood movies, dude. I've watched them too many times. But did yeah. you ever watch the I think it was on Nickelodeon again? When it was the TV show, but it was actually like, you know, live roleplay people were in the suits. That's frightening. That's almost as bad as when they were on uh, Fox and had that live action show and they had the female turtle. Oh, that was terrible. It was. Do you remember when they met up and teamed up with the Power Rangers? Yes, and that was also terrible. Yes, it was. It Power looked Rangers awful. has gone weird, dude. Whenever it comes on TV now, they're like... Ninja, aqua, car driving, samurai, birds. It's just they've yeah. used every type of genre, mixed it all together, and then rehashed it 50 times over. It's it's the same formula that it's been since the 90s, but they they put a different twist on it, like Time Force and, and uh, what was the other one? Rescue Squad or something like that. I mean, they, they spin it, but it's, it's rinse and repeat. I, I still love Power Rangers, though. I oh, will still go back and watch Mighty Morphin, Zio, and I think I ended Space. I, I'm done with Space. After that, I'm just kind of like, eh, if it's on, I'll watch it. I don't care. Um, but like RPM and stuff like that, I'm just kind of like, eh, I'm shying away from it. Which Although there was, was the that one where which one? they went to the planet that lived on, like in Atlantis and Billy ended up staying there. And in return, they got the Zords they could control by actions without having to actually be inside them. Oh, that was the Alien Rangers. Uh, what were they called? Oh, oh, I can't remember their names. They they spoke like they were underwater. 
Yeah, and then um, Billy stayed there, didn't he? That was the that was how they wrote Billy out of the storylines. Yeah, Billy did not have a a good relationship. Uh, he was bullied for being openly gay, um, and they ridiculed him for it. I mean, this was the '90s, so it's a different time. You know, you can't really say certain words to certain people anymore. Uh, but uh, being an openly gay man, they just kind of ridiculed him pretty much into obscurity and off the set. So they just wrote him off. But, you know, I thought it was a good arc. You know, it's a good way to write him off. You know, they didn't, it wasn't just like Zach or anybody that's just like, and he's gone. They're going to college. They're gone. <laughs> I remember uh, being a kid and traveling on a train to watch um, like a Power Rangers live theater show. Oh, dude, it was awesome. They'd built up all of Zordon on the stage and there was some wicked ass fight scenes, man. I must have been about 10. And I still remember that I was a huge Power Rangers fan. Then we waited in the cold in the middle of the city to meet them. And when they turned up, they were there for like five minutes and then fucked off. It's like, dude, I've been here all fucking day. And I get to shake one Power Rangers hand and no fucking picture. So that pissed me off. Yeah, I got to meet the Power Rangers. Uh, It was the Mighty Morphin crew. Uh, But it was was rocky. And a couple of... It wasn't like... uh, uh, what was her name? Tiffany, the Pink Ranger. What was her name? I can't Kimberly. think. Of it. Amy Joe Johnson. Amy Joe Johnson. Um, it wasn't her. Uh, Tommy no showed. I'm still a little bitter about that. Uh, he but, had a very uh, unsuccessful MMA career. Unsuccessful, dude. He's a beast. He had like two Tommy? fights, man. That's not successful. It's a lot more successful than CM Punk. I can't argue that. I can't yeah. argue that. Yeah, at least uh, at least uh, Jason David Frank or yeah, won his uh, JDF won his fights. So which one's in jail for stabbing someone with a samurai sword? I want to say that's uh, Rocky. No, I can't remember. It might have been Rocky. I still I think that, that. Uh, the Green Ranger run as well when he was evil. The beginning of the Green Ranger. They're the best Power Ranger. That's the best Power Ranger series there's ever been. Absolutely, and and the overdub with uh, Rita and all her henchmen, it, it worked for like Goldar because we get it, it's a dude in a costume, whatever, but Rita's voice never matched up with her mouth until the movie, so, yeah, I mean, when you take a Japanese show and it's uh, Super Sentai, I th- yeah, I think it's what it's called, that they took it from, the first couple seasons of Mighty Morphin were actually Super Sentai, and they just redubbed it. All the shit with Rita, the monsters, the fights, all that shit is just redubbed. Top of your head right now, can you do the Ivan Ooze when he's just come out of the shell? I'm the galactically feared, globally reviled, universally despised. They call me Ivan Ooze. Yes, um, they call me, ah shit, huh? I am the galactically feared. Uh, <laughs> Internationally I revered. Uh, they call me Ivan Ooze. Or Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse. But if you want to hear that rant, you're going to have to go over to Gorilla Brain Pod and listen to Bits of Rage. Available now. <laughs> Shameless plug. Hey, that's what I'm all about. Oh, dude, man. No, but seriously, go check it out. It's some good shit. Yeah, I, I put a lot of uh, thought into my rage bits. Uh, I, I don't 
like to do them, but sometimes they just kind of have to be done. So my favorite line from last week's podcast was, "We don't work for Disney. Fuck them." Yeah. Yeah, fuck them is kind of a trademarked uh, gorilla brain. Sometimes I have to edit them out, though, because my co-hosts will like to try to end it with a fuck them, and I'm like, we can't end it with a fuck them. <laughs> so you can I gotta... end it with a fuck you. Uh, I'm not trying to isolate my uh, listener base. <laughs> to just you. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to hate me, at least just hate me on personality, not just because I told them to fuck themselves. So... <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a movie. What a fucking movie. Oh. I didn't like the second one. I, I, I was not I, tr- I, I tried to get into it. I, I thought that when he had dinner with the black family and he was trying to talk jive and all that was pretty fucking hilarious, but um I just couldn't get into it. Uh it, it, it just didn't so feel like the forced. same It didn't feel like the same Ron Burgundy to me. It, it, I don't know. It, the first one had a different feel to it. I don't know if that's nostalgia or what, but it just had a different feel to it. And the second one just, it, it just didn't feel the same to me. I, I don't know how to explain it. I killed a guy. It, it ha- <laughs> I like lamp. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, where did you get a hand grenade? I don't know. <laughs> I like Lamp is my number one used gif. Because it just fits in with anything. Do you really love the lamp? I love lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, first Anchorman's incredible. Have you you listened to the Ron Burgundy podcast at all? No, it's on my list of things to listen to. Uh, Currently, due to the network, I listen to a lot of the stuff that our guys are putting out. You know, support Mm -hmm. the people and all that. But once I've actually got a long drive... Well, a long drive to me is like 45 minutes. Then I'm definitely going to listen to the Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh, I look forward to it every Thursday. When that when that, when that uh, notification goes off and I know it's the Ron Burgundy podcast, when I wake up, I'm like, today just got a lot better. Is it funny? <laughs> oh, I love it, yeah. Is it actually yeah. Will Farrell who does it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Will Farrell. Oh, dude, I'm going to check I- this out tomorrow. Fuck it. Yeah. Just give it one episode. The first episode's hilarious. And then uh, they slow down a little bit, and then they pick back up. So stick with it, because it's it's still funny. But the first episode is kind of like the top tier right now, at least for me. I haven't listened to the new episode. I, I got a lot of other stuff I'm trying to get through currently. There's well, a lot of podcasts in my queue. you start podcasting, you start listening to a fuck ton of podcasts. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how it goes. And I listen to a lot of the wrestling ones. So, yeah, some of those are like two hours, three hours. So I kind of got to space them. Ronda Rousey right now? I saw someone on Facebook about 10 minutes ago. Like, she's just losing her freaking mind. Yeah, it's quite entertaining. I'm not, a, I'm not, I haven't been a Rousey fan. I wasn't a Rousey fan in, in UFC. I'm not a Rousey fan now. And I don't think I ever will be, regardless of what they do with the character. She didn't give you a fear boner. No, not even close. <laughs> She's a very muscly female, dude. Yeah, but she she's as flat as her back, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take her seriously. And, like, every time she wrestles, she wears, like, this, like, 
almost like sports bra. It just looks like a rag across her breast. And I, I, it just doesn't look like it's holding anything there. And I'm expecting that things are going to flop out any second now. But it, it's never happened. No, she's just got pecs, dude. Yeah, that's pretty much what they are. She's She's got them John Cena pecs just bang, 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 bang. <laughs> just bouncing around. She's got a resting bitch face, too. Well, I can appreciate that. So do I. You have resting bitch face. I got RBF real bad, bro. Oh, dear. You have no idea. You have no idea. When I walk around at work, people don't know. Like, I have my headphone in. I have one headphone in one of my ears. And I walk around. And I walk around with a pissed off look on my face. And it's not because I'm pissed off most of the time. It's because I don't want anybody to fucking bother me. <laughs> so I walk around with RBF. So now everybody just thinks that I'm just constantly mad and angry about something and ready to throw down. Little do they know that I have the Beach Boys playing in my ear. I'm playing like the happiest tunes you've ever heard in your life in my ear. Just walk around with an RBF. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm like that at work. I'm just a moody bastard. And really, it's just because I don't want to have to talk to anybody because I don't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And and all problems fall onto my lap. So it's even worse. So if I'm outside and the hood is up, no one will talk to me. A couple of people have learned that lesson the hard way. And I, and, and I didn't like fuck them up or anything. But I gave them a tongue lashing. <laughs> so no one bothers me when the hood's up. Talking of tongue lashing, Hickman, Marvel, what's your thoughts? I, I, I think it's the whole James Gunn thing all over again. Yeah, they Honestly, are going back I, on everything, aren't they? They really are because they love that money. They're they're money driven. That's all they ever are. And and I love Disney and I love the product that they put out, but it's it's all money driven. I, I can't imagine a Deadpool. With a Disney logo attached to it. I, I just can't. You can't PG um, Deadpool. It's just not possible without watering down the character. You can PG Deadpool. Uh, they tried it with the Once Upon a Deadpool. But that was PG-13. Yeah, but but you, can, you can PG it. it. It is possible, but it's crap. <laughs> yeah, I want Deadpool as he is now. Just crazy. I'm waiting for them to start bringing in his multiple personalities. I hope so. I hope we get Headpool. I love that damn. Yeah, the one from Marvel Zombies. Yeah, I love Headpool. He's probably (laughs) the best. The best alter ego of Deadpool. There's so many though. I'm not even a big Deadpool guy. Like, uh, I went through a phase of collecting like fuck tons of Deadpool comics, and then I just went back to my normal collections style. You know, a lot of image. Um, was it was that around the the time the movie was about to come out or it came out? No, I think it was about eighteen months before they announced the movie, which was good for oh, okay. me because then everything I bought shot up in value. Oh, I know that first appearance, dude, in in Near Mint was like almost eight hundred dollars. It was what, insane. New Mutants ninety eight. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even dirt copies, like stepped on copies, like two point maybe we're going for like four hundred. Nuts, man. Nutty prices. Soon as you declare it's going to be a movie, if there's a big following for it, the whole runs just shoot through the roof. Comics in general are like stupid expensive now. Comics in general are 
it's a very fickle market. Uh, if you say, uh, I don't know, Molecule Man is going to be in the, the next Marvel movie or something like that, then that price is going to shoot up, at least for a little while. It'll eventually drop back down, but what drives the price up is the hype. And that's all it is. And you just have to play the market. You just got to just wait it out. If You, you know, kind of like... Um, Black Mana. I've been searching for Black Mana for God knows how long, many many years, and then they they announced them for the Aquaman movie, and I'm just like, fuck. And then uh, then they're like, well, Ocean Master is also going to be in it. I said, whew, at least I'm safe there. I have that. So, but yeah, I'm still waiting for Black Mana to drop. I missed this the other day about uh, Batman Metal and that mm-hmm. one that one episode, the Teen Titans. Um, Teen Titans run and it was going for like 40 50 pounds. I was like, Why? Why is it so expensive? It's like episode it's, 13. It's the first uh Joker uh Batman who laughs, kind yeah, of a something so good, something so like insignificant in all of the Batman universe. And just mm-hmm. because he gives a laugh, it's 40 50 pounds, absolutely ridiculous. But I need to get it now to complete the run. Mm. Um, no, it's the character of the Batman who laughs. It's it's the Joker. It's what if Bruce Wayne became the Joker. Oh, okay. Now I understand more. It's like an alternate take with that Clyde Barker Hellraiser-looking gear he's got on. and He's a cool-looking character. I'll give him that. And he has his own uh, miniseries, I think, just wrapped up. I think it was like a six-parter. And it just wrapped up this month. Is it worth um, buying, though? Is it worth me... Fi- well, I have to finish the run now, but is it worth the money? I'll ask my co-host. He's the one that collects it. I kind of stayed away from the whole metal universe. That wasn't really for me. The ones I've read so far, I'm I'm enjoying them. I'm just like, dude, that's a lot of cash for one comic that I just have to have now because I've got the majority of that run. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of... That's one of the benefits of being me. Is that I don't have to have first appearance of Wolverine. I don't have to have first appearance of Hulk. A reprint will do just fine. And, yeah, I just want to read it. I'm not trying to make a profit off it. Yeah, and but me, I'm like, oh man, give me, give me first Solo, give me first Tombstone, uh, give me, you know, just these obscure B villains. I, I love the B villains like Stiltman and El Jaguar and all these stupid, just no name characters that will never be big screen main main movie villains they'll, they'll never be on that like thanos level um but you know that's just me i, I love the b squad it's... are you looking forward to james gun suicide squad uh no i'd rather eat glass not a suicide fan i'm not a fan of what they did in the first movie no uh, i'm a big fan of that they they fucked up enchantress they fucked up pretty much joker they fucked up pretty much everybody but that's that's the dc extended universe that's what they do baby that's what they do they just fuck everything up now animated movies man dc is on point with animated movies they always have been tv marvel, shows too uh, like Mar- marvel not week. so much though the animated movies marvel sucks enter the spider-verse was okay um, I fell asleep on it. Honestly. It was one of their better yeah. attempts. But I said this last week, and I stand by this. I'll die on this hill. 
When it comes to TV, DC reigns supreme. When it comes to movies, there's no contest. Marvel win that every time. Yep, and DC wins the animated movies every time. If, if, have you ever watched uh, The Dark Knight Returns? No. The, the animated? No. no, I haven't. Yeah, the animated. Oh my god, it's so good. It's in two parts, but they, they sell it in the one-parter. Um, I prefer DC storylines as well. Depending. Uh, like, Infinity Gauntlet is one of my favorite stories. It's Marvel. So, and but DC has Crisis on Infinite Earths and, and Watchmen and things like that. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. Kind of depends on my mood, honestly. I don't like how I can't watch the new um, Doom Squad. That's pissing me off. That is. Oh, oh, Doom Patrol. That's it. There we go. It's pissing me off. I've got no access to it. God damn it, Adam! Am I gonna have to save your ass again? I think so, dude. It's kind of why I okay. brought it up. Okay. Like, there's right. um, is the it's is the is here. the uh, is the FCC listening? Nah, fuck them. Wait a minute, you're in the UK, you don't have an FCC, fuck them. Okay, so there's an app, I'll, I'll send you the link to it, and you can put it on your phone, it'll give you access to everything on Hulu, Netflix, uh, pretty much anything that's on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'll do that for you when we get off of here. Awesome, because I tried to sign up for the DC, is it the DC streaming service? Yeah, it's it's, like, it, nope. that's, on there. That's, that's on there too. I'll hook you up, brother. Don't you worry. How can it tell me no? You're not in the right country. What the fuck? Because you're not allowed to like superheroes in the UK. No, we only like tea and crumpets, dude. No, you only get Captain Britain and <laughs> stupid shit like that. <laughs> Captain Brexit. You yeah, Captain Brexit. You get you get Excalibur. Oh, uh, you get the uh, King Arthur. Was good. Did you watch that movie? King Arthur, which one? The one with um Jax from Sons of Anarchy. No. Why am I I'm thinking of a Knight's Tale. That's what I'm thinking of. The one with the the one with the Ken Holly Wait dude. He was the Joker. What was his name? Heath Ledger. I don't think I've seen that one. I like that one. That was a good movie. I ain't watched it in a long time though. Check out King Arthur. It's only about a year old, ten uh maybe two years old. It's on Netflix. What's a movie that you liked that everyone else shit on? Fucking hell, there's hundreds of them, dude. Um, you put me on the spot now. What, so we're talking like an old movie or a new movie or what? Any any movie. A, any movie that a lot of people shit on that you just love. It's probably going to be Spider-Man when it was um, Tobey Maguire. Oh, okay. Not Spider-Man 3 though, right? No, the original Spider-Man. Like a lot of people I know okay. were like really against that movie. They were saying, "Oh, it's you know, it's trash. It's a girly version of Spider-Man. The story's boring." I, I really enjoyed not, it, dude. Not really. They, I mean, they changed the story a lot, but it still made sense to the point X-Men where it's entertaining. Three as well, I was a massive fan of X-Men Three. And that's gonna do it this week for uh, painting helicopters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gonna, I'm gonna have to leave now. You don't like <laughs> XM3? No. I own it, but I do not like it. I don't know why, did it? it was just my favorite one of the three X Men at that time. And that's really gonna do it for this week on how 
painting helicopters. I'll catch you guys. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> what about uh, you? No, what movies did you like that no one else liked? Uh, you really want me to admit this? I've just admitted X3. Fuck it, I'll, I'll confess it to the world. The Godzilla remake from 97. And you have the audacity I'll... to say, oh, you're ending this <laughs> podcast. God I damn, like dude. I don't know why. Evolution as well. Why. I liked Evolution. Uh, uh, and, and don't tell anybody. And anybody listening, don't tell anybody. I like Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. That was actually a good Jurassic Park. Oh man, we're we're getting into sickening territory. The thing is, though, dude, like I'm I'm critical in certain aspects, but I also I'm quite easily pleased with cinematic shows. So I'll watch it and be like, that was good. And it's not until about a few months later when I start really watching it again that I'm like, okay, there's a plot hole here, there's a plot hole there. Maybe this isn't as great as what I thought it was. But by then, I've told everybody that it's brilliant. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've noticed that as I've gotten older, that I don't need the the spectacle of it all. Like, I don't need explosions all over. You know, I don't need Independence Day in every movie. You know what I mean? Um, I can go back and watch the old Frankenstein, Dracula movies, uh, especially Invisible Man. If you've never seen the original Invisible Man from 1932, I suggest that you go out and do it. Um, it's phenomenal. And I, and you can only really appreciate it as an adult. But as a kid, you won't get it. It, it just doesn't have that spectacle. You might think the acting is a little tame or, you know, it, this is supposed to be a horror movie. Like Creature from the Black Lagoon, I still love. Like I own it in Blu-ray. I just want to go watch it when we're done here um and that's rated g by the way but back then that was considered horror um but you you really like i said you appreciate it more as an adult but um i, I can't think of any movie that a kid will watch nowadays and then later in life really appreciate it for what it was like oh that was so artsy i, I can't think of any movie currently that would have that would be like that to quote a sum 41 album and it mm. kind of is really apparent in movies these days it's all filler no killer ah good times do you remember that album <laughs> do you remember oh, i love you've, it you've just talking about creature of the black lagoon do you remember mm. on the sci-fi channel the swamp thing tv show i do remember it and there was also a swamp thing movie that was directed by john carpenter where he did not talk the entire movie. <laughs> Was it any Just good? Just let though? you know. It's not for everybody. But I enjoyed it, but it's not for everybody now. What about Tremors? Did you enjoy? I'm just going from ahead of all the sci-fi movies. I was a big sci-fi channel kid. I was quite fucked up like that. So things like mm-hmm. Tremors were quite um, Tremors. apparent. I actually like. I love, I love the first Tremors, and I love the second one. I, I don't know how, how many more they made after that. Maybe two or three of them. There's one on Netflix right now. Uh, it's like Armageddon or Extinction or some crazy shit like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I like the first and the second Tremors. I thought it was really solid series. And, and they had a TV show, too. Do you remember last week on the last podcast, then I was talking about a TV show on the Sci-Fi channel where the boy was flying around. I do, I remember. I 
found what it was called, I forgot to bring this up to you guys. Uh, it's called My Secret Identity. Oh, that just sounds cute. Did you ever watch it? And it's got a 7.4 on IMDb. Yeah, well, IMDb also gave Ninja Turtles 2 a 6 out of 10, so... <laughs> can't really can't really trust IMDb. It was a... Uh... 1998 to 19, no, sorry, 1988 to 1991, starring Jerry O'Connell. Oh my God, Joe's Apartment. Dude, Nobody yeah. remembers Joe's Apartment. Joe's Apartment was the first movie that was made by MTV. This is before the the Jackass explosion and all that. Um, but yeah, it was a good movie. It was talking cockroaches, man. That, that shit was weird. I might have to go download that. I ain't watched that in a long time, dude. I haven't watched that since I owned it on VHS. I, I might have to do that, yeah. Joe's apartment. Write that down. Is that this guy the same guy from My Secret Identity? Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. That'd be the same guy. I'm just going through his IMDb list as we're speaking, seeing what else he's been in. He's been in fuckloads of shit. Yeah, he was in uh, Scream 2. Oh, jeez. Um, Mission to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he was sliders i fucking love sliders ah an underrated sci-fi show man that thing ran for like seven seasons man that thing was it lasted quite a long time a lot longer than it should have i think I but it was a good when show stargate started and i was like this is just a ripoff of sliders never say that again in your life it wasn't but i was young dude i was like what 11 I didn't know any better at the time. I've recently just restarted watching um, Stargate Atlantis. Oh, good times, my friend. Oh, you enjoy that. SG-1 is probably my favorite show of all time, period, the end. Uh, but Atlantis, it's 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 just as good, but just a little bit less. You know what I mean? Like, I can't hold it to that level of SG-1's excellence. It's, no, it's always like SG one too. It's just SG one isn't available on um, Amazon Prime and Atlantis is. Oh. Hmm. Check Hulu. Is it available on Hulu? I think it is. Yeah. Oh, Ray coming in the clutch, dude. I'm pretty sure it is, and I think Atlantis is on there too. Stargate was awesome, dude. I'm a big, big fan of Stargate. Not that shitty one after Atlantis. What was that called? Star Trek. Uh, or Star Trek. <laughs> Stargate. Uh, what the hell was that one called? It was awful. It ran two seasons and it was dog shit. I know the one you mean. The That's one... on Amazon too. Oh, God. Burn it. Burn it. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Destroy all copies. Now, Star Trek, there was a... I've never watched any. Like, literally, I've never watched a single episode of Star Trek. Oh, you are missing out, man. There's a lot of good stuff in Star Trek. I've always been a Star Wars guy, and obviously you read up on it, and it's like you're either a Star Wars or a Star Trek, and I'm like, well, I'm Star Wars, gonna die. Fuck that shit. We're going to end that that thing right there, that diversity. We're going to end it right here on this show. There are no lines. If you're not a Marvel guy or a DC guy, you're a comic guy. Okay, you're not a Star Wars guy. You're not a Star Trek guy. You are a sci-fi guy. There are no lines anymore, man. We're not we're not taking sides 
anymore. We're done with that. We're past it. We, as geeks and nerds, rule the fucking world. Bottom line. We, <laughs> we have more influence on not just children, but adults, okay, than any other medium in the world, okay? And that includes sports and, you know, anything out there. The superhero craze is so big right now that we run the world. Yeah, we got shit when we were kids for being these sort of people. The amount of people are like, you're weird, man. Why are you reading a comic at school? Oh, superheroes are gay. And now these are the same guys waiting in line for opening day of Captain Marvel or opening day of Endgame. Never yep. read one of the comics in their entire fucking life, but now they're following the crowd. Yep, absolutely. I mean, they are quality films. The Marvel, the MCU oh, is sure, dude. phenomenal. But when you were pick, when you were being the bully back in school, I mean, I'm a really big guy, so like people didn't really try and bully me, but mm-hmm. you'd still get the verbal like, "Oh, why are you reading?" Yeah, but at the same time, it's that's how it was back then, and then now everybody's on the comic train. You're absolutely correct on that, and with good reason because, well. I really don't have the reason, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, when I would take my Marvel cards, because I used to collect Marvel cards, you know, uh, the Fleer Ultras and, the, you know, all that other crazy shit. Um, but I had a binder full of cards, and people would always make fun of us. And look at us, you know, look at us now, just sitting on our fucking throne of comics. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know? I'm getting my daughter make- into it now. She's like, she's starting to get comics now. She's reading um, oh, that brings a tear to my eye. Yeah, dude. Don't she's say a squirrel girl. No, she. I can't remember the name of what she's reading now. It was on TV, and then she wanted to read the uh, comics. So I got her the graphic novels. Um, she mm-hmm. likes them, and then she's read. She's a big Teen Titans fan. That's cool. You know, we didn't. I mean, we had Batman, Spider Man, X Men growing up. I mean, there was a lot of superhero shows on TV, especially cartoons. Um, but now it's like every channel has its own thing. There's Guardians of the Galaxy. There's like Rocket and Groot or some shit. Like there's Teen Titans came back again. Um, there's there's so many shows out there. It's it's incredible. It's it's what a time to be in, especially for people like us. I was a huge Gambit guy as well. Gambit was always one of my favorites. You never like. I'm not him. a gambit. I, I, I like gambit, but I'm just not a gambit guy. You know, I'm. It's a it's a Jim Lee creation. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, love Jim Lee. I like the way Gambit looks, but I'm just I never could get into the character. That whole Southern Bayou, Louisiana. <laughs> That's I what I liked about him. I like that you could just imagine him in a bar, not giving a fuck. Yeah. He did have a lot of good one-liners on the cartoon, though. And Jubilee, Jubilee to me was the most pointless. She kind of still is. She's currently in the current Uncanny X-Men book, and what what are you doing? Go back to being a vampire, bitch. Just go away. I never understood what her actual power was. Was it light? Was was it sound? What what the fuck was it that came out of her hands? Pyrotechnics, like fireworks. That was it. Yeah, never been a fan. Pointless, absolutely pointless. Yep. 
and that's why she didn't make it into the uh, the arcade game. You remember the X-Men arcade game? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, my comic shop up in Baltimore, Collector's Corner in Parkville, Maryland. Thank you. Uh, one of two locations. Uh, <laughs> uh, they have a working, fully functional X-Men the arcade game that you can just go in and play, you know, like the kids can play on it while you go shop around or whatever. But they have a fully playable version. Love it. Have you clocked it? Have you completed it? I have. As a kid, I used to go to the bowling alley with my uh, my parents were in a league. So, you know, we we used to go and just pump quarters into machines. I used to pump quarters into Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter 2, actually. Uh, Simpsons Arcade and X-Men Arcade. Used to pump a lot, a lot, a lot of quarters into that thing. The Simpsons games have always been fun. Yeah, but they they did release the Simpsons arcade game on Xbox 360 and PS3, but you can't get it anymore. The license went up on it. So, you know, there you go. I think they did the same with the uh, the X-Men arcade game as well. Hmm. I'm trying to think but of you can't get- arcade games. Nope, can't think of any. I tried. <laughs> Oh, man, the arcades, man. Arcades growing up, was that was my jam. You know, I was a really big fan of pinball. I, I absolutely love pinball. If there's a pinball machine, like if I'm at like a kid's party or something and I see a pinball machine, I'm going to be at the pinball machine 99% of the, uh, 99% of the party. You was that big a fan? I, I do. I, I love pinball. Uh, we actually, uh, a friend of mine, uh, maybe about close to 10 years ago, we bought a, uh, a GoldenEye pinball machine and we fully restored it that was kind of like our like friendship time project we we replaced all the led bulbs and uh redid some of the wiring in it uh and then we completely fixed it up played it a couple times and said all right let's sell it (laughs) was it easy to sell uh, or did it take ages oh oh no no it was very no completely redone um with modifications uh they like that that was actually a bonus <laughs> so it actually sold for a little bit more i mean we paid dirt dirt prices for the the cabinet and it came in pieces dude we had to take it out in pieces and reassemble it and then when we when we reassembled it we realized that a lot of the shit on it didn't work like the satellite didn't go all the way up so we had to pretty much rebuild it from scratch and they don't make a lot of those circuit boards or parts anymore so we kind of had to get creative and there's kind of like a, um, it's like a pinball like trader site that we had back in the day, and that's where we got the parts from. Just like almost like a junkyard of <laughs> of pinball machines. So <laughs> where the pinball machines go to die? Essentially, yes. But um, but this site also had a lot of uh, arcade cabinets as well. So you know, if you were trying to restore an old like bad dudes arcade machine, you know that place was your hookup. I cannot for the life of me. Sorry, <clears throat> I cannot for the life of me remember the damn website name, but I bet you he still has it bookmarked on his computer. But uh, yeah, I mean, we ended up reselling it for about four point five grand. So nice. Yeah, we only paid about six hundred for the cabinet, so or for the machine. So you know, making all that profit, you know, it was a good time. I mean, I enjoyed fixing it back up, and you know, but we didn't have the room to keep it anywhere. So we had to sell it. So, but good times. I mean, that thing was that thing was the shit. 
You know, oh, we replaced the every... air hockey guy. Air hockey is great until the uh, the friction on the table wears off. Like the uh, what is it? Like the lamel or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, once that starts rubbing over a certain amount of time, because you know you're constantly scooting the paddles across it, um, it starts to lose its friction. So it doesn't the puck doesn't glide as well on it. So I love air hockey if it's a brand new table. I love it. Air hockey is awesome, dude. I had a great time playing air hockey back in the day. Yeah, until somebody chip shots the puck back into your face. So That's where I fun. go to the cinema, opposite is a bowling alley, and then in the bowling alley there's an arcade. So I usually go in there and play some, um, you know, I do some shoot 'em ups. Then I end up playing some of the basketball, uh, just putting it in the hoop, and then straight to the air hockey. And then I'll be at the air hockey for over an hour. Unless I can find laser tag, at which point that's where I'm going to be. I love laser tag. I used to they used to have like all night deals. Like you would get there at like 8 o'clock and it would go to like 3 in the morning. And I was there every weekend playing that whole time. I loved it. Miss it. Miss being young. Yeah, being young was the bomb. Now there's work and shit. And then you've got to take the kid to have fun so you can't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much man let's go back in the time machine but you were talking about uh going to the movies and playing the arcade machines uh, i have a fond memory of going to see spider-man 3 in the theater and everybody was really pissed off at me because i had galaga I, they had a galaga machine and i had gotten to level 66 and the movie had started and they're like well we're gonna go get seats and i'm like okay well i'll be in there when i'm done <laughs> So I get into the theater, probably about 20 minutes into the movie. I finally died, and uh, they were all the way in the front row. So not only did I lose N'Galaga at a very high level, but I had to watch Spider-Man 3, one of the most unwatchable <laughs> superhero movies ever, all the way up in the front with my neck straight up for almost, what, two hours, three hours? It was a pretty long one. And it was also the worst out of the entire run. Uh, yes. They fucked up Venom. Uh, horribly. Uh, uh, there's not even the dance scene is redeemable. I wish it could be. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I watch it now and I just cringe. <laughs> it wasn't the greatest film. It wasn't the worst film either. There's been way worse superhero movies. I know. I've seen the Fantastic Four remake. Fantastic Four again. That was actually one of the one one of the movies earlier. I said that I'm easily pleased. That was actually one of the movies where I just couldn't stand it. The only thing that made it tolerable was Jessica Alba, and they knew that. That's why they casted her. Oh, the old that Fantastic Four. Um, I like those. I thought those were pretty. What uh, they are, what they are. I mean, they're not the Fantastic Four movie that I deserve. Um. No, uh, the second one had Silver Surfer in it, and I thought that was awesome. And I had posted on Twitter the other day, follow me at, at 8BitRay, uh, I had posted the other day uh, that everybody's marking out for, you know, seeing Thanos on the big screen, or, you know, they can't wait to see Adam Warlock and all this, and I'm like, I already had my moment, buddy. When Silver Surfer popped up on my big screen, that was that was the shit. It doesn't get any higher than that for me because Silver Surfer is my favorite superhero uh, ever. 
Pretty much. Uh, really? It's always time, a it's Silver Surfer. It is. It's it's either a toss up between him or John Constantine. It, it goes back and forth. So, um, was you a fan Constantine, of the Constantine TV show? I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I don't understand uh, why it was cut. Uh, many different reasons. Uh, one, completely wrong network. What the fuck were you doing on NBC? Oh my god! And then it went from Wednesday night to Friday night. And Friday night, okay, your core audience, okay, and I, and I brought this up in uh, wow, an episode on my show. It's um, your core audience, okay, who you're shooting for, your demographic. How old do you think that they would be watching Constantine? Between 18 and what? Say 35, 45, something like that? Yeah, say 35, 40 at a push. Okay. And what are most people doing on a Friday night in that age demographic? They're either out getting drunk or at home getting drunk. Correct, Amundo, my friend. They're not sitting at home waiting around like like uh, like when we were kids. Oh, TGIF, man! Thank God it's Friday. Uh, no, you know they're out partying, doing their own thing. It's the weekend, you know, live it up, whatever. So poor Constantine suffered because it had a Friday night at nine thirty time slot. Awful. The worst. It was doomed from the beginning. Yeah, and I 20 feel years so ago, bad. that was primetime TV. Absolutely. It, it absolutely was. But now, times are changing, my friend. Yeah, that's usually like and primetime now is like a Sunday. A Sunday or a Wednesday where you know people aren't going to be out. Absolutely. And, but I, I just, I, it was doomed from the beginning. Absolutely. I, I wish they would bring it back. Give me a, a movie. I mean, they did an animated Constantine movie, but it's not what I want. I mean, they got the actor back to, to voice him over. Uh, Ryan, uh, I can't remember his damn last name. Ryan, eh, can't think of it. Do you think it's going to get picked up by another network? Because it had a cult uh, following, dude. Oh, it's it's still loved by everybody. Nobody hated it. It just had a horrible time slot. <laughs> It's almost like what we talked about last week with Outcast. You know, Outcast is on Cinemax on a Sunday night at like ten thirty. Who the fuck's gonna watch it? It's a great show, but who's gonna watch it? You're, you're dropping the ball. You know, I, I don't think that some of these networks think it through. Especially now, when there's such a, an ease of access to on-demand TV, they need to give you a reason to actually tune in. Because when you're on Netflix or you're on Amazon or Hulu, you don't really have to put up with ads. So if they want to draw you into that channel, there really needs to be a good time slot and a good reason to not be watching something on demand. That's my outlook on it anyway. I honestly think that the age of cable is dead. I think it's maybe in the next 10 years, it'll fade away. There won't be you know Comcast cable anymore. You might have the internet service, of course. But as for TV... I think it's pretty much dead. You know, it it's kind of like uh, I don't know what would fade it out. Uh, regular cable faded out. Now everybody's doing the digital thing, right? Yeah. Now digital's fading away, and now we're in the digital age or the the satellite thing. They were doing Direct TV and and uh, Comcast and all that crazy shit. And so you know, you went from like I said, the boxes, you know. The hard wires, I like to call them. And then you went to satellite, 
and now it's all digital. It's all Netflix. It's all Hulu. It's Voodoo. It's you know, it's all on demand, and that's the future. And I hate to say it, you know, a lot of my good memories come from you know, um, watching late night HBO and stuff like that. But I think we need to move on from it. I think it's like I said. I just think it's a dead medium. In my house, we just have the internet, and then like um, I have like a main computer that's hooked up and then networked across the whole house, so you can access it through that main computer, and everything's on demand. We don't watch normal t- TV. There's no need. Why am I going to let you choose what I watch when I can just click a button and watch whatever I feel like? And the subscription yeah, services are so much cheaper. You can have Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon for like twenty-five pounds a month. Yeah, uh, actually, um, if you have a Spotify account, you get Hulu for free. You don't get Hulu at all here unless you know Ray. (laughs) Yeah, but don't be giving out my password. Um, Only me, man. I'm not letting other people use that. That's for me. (laughs) Um, Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. What's the topic? Ah, yeah, Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you get Hulu for free. Um, There's a lot of different companies that are doing that right now. Uh, trying to think of one of them. The only industry <laughs> la- lagging behind in this on-demand streaming age is the gaming community. When they release a Netflix for gaming, that's when that's going to change the game there as well. Well, that's kind of what Google is going for with the Stadia. They haven't said if it's going to be a subscription base or if you've got a purchase of games. or They haven't released much. I think it's going to be a subscription service. I think they did say that. But if you want to run top speeds, you got to download it like 100 megabytes per second. That's fucking outrageous. Who the fuck do you know can download 100 megabytes a second? Mine's meant if you to be wanted, 250, if, but I never get that speed. I was going to say, it, it tops out. It has a limit. Yeah. They just um, put a really large number on it because then you're like, oh, I get 250 meg a second. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> we. It's called Vivid. Do you guys have that there? Vivid no. Broadband? No. Where it's meant to no. be super fiber optic. Like they've recabled like loads of the country with this vivid fiber optic and it's meant to be just be super fast. I can't notice the difference. It, uh it's probably kinda like our Verizon Fios, how it's fiber optic cables and all that nonsense. Did they have to like dig holes in the ground to run the wire through and all that yeah, so jazz? Yeah, they did it obviously when fiber optic came out, and then they dug it all back up and put in this vivid stuff instead. Yeah, remember dial up? Yeah, they were the good <laughs> days, dude. Oh man, I remember trying to play the Doom multiplayer <laughs> with dial up, and it was just the worst thing ever. Never again. I'm from the age of Abo the- Hotel the hell was that did you not have that no Abba hotel so. it was big worldwide man and it used to get loads of famous people on there so the point of it was you was a little character and then you had a room in a hotel that was all yours and you could do little missions so imagine world of warcraft but for mm-hmm. kids like really little kids but um hmm. They used to get people on there all the time, so you'd get like a Avril Lavigne was on there, and she'd got a character, and it was a meet and greet with Avril Lavigne, but it was all digitalized in this Habbo Hotel world. It was crazy. Hmm, that's crazy. I people never heard of it. Used to like mine 
furniture and then sell it on eBay when eBay first came around. Oh my god! Yeah, for you know people are actually well. do, people are still doing that, by the way, with uh, World of Warcraft shit. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, you can buy anything on eBay. I don't play. I don't. I don't play World of Warcraft. Wife, wife plays World of Warcraft. I do not. I was a big fan, but nowadays, like, I remember when it was out at the dawn of broadband, and you could be walking anywhere, and there'd always be a crowd of people, and they'd stop, and you could talk. Nowadays, no one will give you the time of day, and you can go, like, two hours without bumping into another human being. Hmm. Sounds like my kind of game. Yeah, it's good I'm, a, I'm, kind, of a, I'm kind of a lone wolf myself. <laughs> I don't play well with others. It's okay, but when you want to raid, I mean, don't get me wrong, they still make a bucket load of cash. $10 a month per person, and I think they've still got like 10 million active users worldwide. Yeah. Oh, man. Remember I brought up uh, dial-up a couple minutes ago? I forgot to give you a fun fact. There's actually still 2 million people in this country that still have dial-up. No, fuck off. Not kidding. And guess who they all get it through? AOL. America Online, AOL. Yep, there are still 2 million people that have dial-up. And I can tell you that my aunt is one of them. Really? <laughs> yeah, they live out in the mountains somewhere. Yeah. Is they AOL they still exactly... a big thing? It is not. Uh, no, it is not. I remember you used to get the free trial discs here. So. Um... Oh, yeah? Yeah, so we used to get the free trials, and you'd get six or seven days of uh, free internet, and then you'd need to sign up. But the discs were free. You could get them anywhere. So what you used to do was just keep putting a new disc in and renewing your free subscription, and you just had free internet forever. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of different companies that offered free internet, too. It was, uh, the hell was that one? Earthlink. Uh, what was uh, the other OMG. one? No, Earthlink. It was it was an awful service. Um, there was another one too. Netscape. Uh, <laughs> Netscape. Uh, good times with Netscape. That's how we got around the firewall when I was in high school. <laughs> uh, they had the Internet Explorer, but it was fucking just edited to all hell. You couldn't go on anything but like the school websites. Oh, it was an so what you would do- Yeah. So what you would do is is <laughs> just go to netscape.com or .net, I think it was at the time, and just download their browser, and it just went all the way around the firewall. You could look at whatever the <laughs> hell you wanted. So the teacher got pissed because uh, I was an aide at the time, a teacher's aide, and I put Netscape on every computer on the, in the fucking computer lab. She was pretty pissed off. Uh, good times. Hi, Miss White. <laughs> Is she still alive? Yeah, Miss White, who was black. Oh, dear. I always laugh at that. <laughs> she used to get really mad when I'd say it to her. Didn't quite understand why at the time, but now I do. So I went to a retro gaming night last weekend, after uh, last Saturday, so after this podcast. And dude, I was playing some of the old retro games on one of the old TVs, you know, like the big back TVs. Like and the dude, floor models? Yeah, like the big chunky, you know, the old TVs. Oh, the flo- like the the big flat like uh, big screen TVs that sat on the floor. No, no, no. Or are you no, talking no. about like an actual like floor model? Like it had like the 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 shell casing and all that fancy shit. No, I'm talking, about, talking like about a bug standard old school fucking D shaped TV. 
Oh my. Go on. So the guy who I went to searched high and low for one of these TVs because obviously when you plug an old console into a HD, it upscales, which is what makes the graphics look so terrible. Yeah. So we got one of these old TVs and we were playing GoldenEye and uh, Earthworm Jim. Um, there was loads of old games that we were playing. Uh, and when the graphics aren't upscaled, man, it was so much fun. Playing GoldenEye on an old TV and then Pokemon Stadium. And then we went further back and we was playing Mega Drive. And then we went even further back and played Commodore. Commodore was terrible. Yeah, it it doesn't hold up well. Uh, <laughs> I tried to play one a couple of years ago and uh, yeah, no. Yeah, cassette-based gaming, no. Um but it was fun, dude. Like they don't make games like that anymore. Some of the platform games, Streets of Rage. We played. We had a fucking massive tournament on Streets of Rage. I was did you play it on this? Did you Did you play it on the Sega Genesis or did you play it on the Mega Drive? The Mega Drive. Oh God bless you, sir. I'm oh, not playing it on no Genesis, dude. I'm a Mega Drive kid through and through. Oh my God! You know, my friend actually had the damn Tower of Doom. You know what the Tower of Doom is, right? No. Okay, so when Sega Genesis first launched, <laughs> they they had the base model, and then they had um, add-ons. So by the time the Sega Genesis was ready to to move on in the system in the console wars, uh, the and I think it was the 32x is what they wanted to evolve into. So you had the base Sega Genesis. And then it had an add-on, and then another add-on, and then another add-on. And then by the time that it was done, before they moved on to the next uh, console, like I was saying, it looked like a fucking tower. They had they had so many things that you just put into each other. It was like a fucking transformer system. Was it good? No, it was <laughs> awful. The fucking graphic enhancers did nothing. Oh my god. It, it was, uh, it's, yeah, no, it was awful. You can actually Google a picture of it. Just look up right Sega, Se- Sega Genesis Tower of Doom. It's quite awful. I'm doing that right now. Bear with me. Sega it also goes by Genesis. the Tower. Tower of Power. Is that what they call it? I call it the Tower of Doom. What the fuck is this? It's a fucking transformer leg. I know. <laughs> I remember this shit, man. That's brought I didn't back have some all, memories. I didn't, ha- and it all ran off of the one PlayStation. So you have, or, or the PlayStation, the uh, the one Sega Genesis powered all of that shit. <laughs> that's a fucking fire crazy. hazard, dude. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. We'll post that on uh, on our Twitter. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, it's quite awful. And my friend actually had that. So, yeah. Man, growing you know up, what we I, had some cool shit, man. We did. Nintendo was the king of accessories, though, man. You got to give it to them, dude. Rob the robot. Come on, the power glove. The the stupid mat. The, oh, my God. We had so much <laughs> cool shit. Yeah, and now it's just, oh, here's your wireless controller. Go and shoot things. And the games are yeah. so rehashed and repetitive now. Yeah, yeah, but I really miss those accessories, man. The turbo pad, and uh, oh, what was that? What was that big, chunky fucking controller they had? 
with the big old arcade stick and the big old buttons on it. I couldn't think of it. It had a the name. N64 it was like pad, right? Mm-mm. This was all for regular Nintendo. Oh, you just mean the actual joystick when it was for like um for Street Fighter and stuff? No, no, you're thinking of Super Nintendo. I'm talking about regular NES Nintendo. Oh, the it one with the so flap many... where you had to lift it up and put the cartridge inside and then close the flap? Yep, that'd be oh, the one. That was an awesome Nintendo. The Mario one there was one of the best Marios ever. Yep, Doki Doki Panic. That's what it was called in Japan. Really? Yeah, it's called Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it is. So we, so we fucking Americanized it by calling him Mario. Okay, sure. <laughs> Why not? Oh man, it's Mario! That Mario. guy's that guy. It's a me, Luigi. <laughs> He's the wow, 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 wow. Yeah, Yoshi was always my favorite. I don't know why, but Yoshi's always been my favorite Mario character. Oh, Yoshi's story is amazing, and then, uh, uh, Yoshi's Island even better. Oh my, so many good. They can't make a bad Yoshi game. No, Yoshi's a G. But it's yeah. the same with, like, Sonic. I was always a Knuckles guy. Really? I yeah, like always. Uh, I like being Tails. What do, you, what do you think about that Sonic the Hedgehog live action? I, I think it looks quite horrendous. I'm going to watch I think it, he had... and I'm going to begrudgingly enjoy it, and then I'm going to slate it. Because he looks kind of, like, chunky. I'm thinking he had one too many chili dogs. I'm excited for the um, Pokemon Detective. That does look interesting. It's, you know, and it's cool that Pokemon came back. I mean, it, it's always been around, but it it hasn't had that level like in the '90s. You know what I mean? Uh, when I was in middle school, Pokemon was the jam. That was yeah. the shit. You was know, you if you weren't as playing, well? of course I was. It's the only way to win, dude. Cloning them fucking rare candies like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking cycling up and down trying to get a Gyarados on that one fucking section. Oh, dude, it was a nightmare. And did you ever used to do the clone when you'd done a trade? So you both ended up with the same Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. You uh, you, you send it and then you pull the jack out and then you yeah. both get the Pokemon. Yeah, good times. <laughs> it was a hack for everything. Dude, man, back in uh, the day. Oh, man, I miss some of these old games. Game Boy, then the Game Boy Advance was cool as shit. And then it... Oh, man, some of these stuff. And then it went to PSP, and everything went to shit from there. Do you remember... Oh, man, uh, it was a PlayStation phone. It was the Sony Ericsson. This is like the era of, like, flip phones and... It was before smartphones. But the Sony Ericsson, and I think it's the last one they ever put out. It was called an N-Gage. No, but I do remember the N-Gage. That was fucking horrible. No, this was the Sony Ericsson, and it had a fucking PlayStation controller built into it, and you could play PlayStation games on it. It had like, it only had like eight games that you could download, but this phone, this Sony Ericsson, was a controller. Oh, the Xperia Play. This was like, man, this is like 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And you flipped it up, and it was a full pad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at one on eBay now. Yeah, Sony Ericsson oh Xperia Play. Ah. It was a shit phone. Yeah. But, uh, 
but it was a PlayStation. I wanted one so bad, you had no idea. Yeah, I'm looking at one right now. You can still buy them. There's quite a few on eBay in mint condition. Dude, I'm still looking for the Matrix phone because they sold it for a little while. When Matrix Reloaded came out, I had one. They were selling. They were selling that phone where it clicked down. Oh, you had one. I had one for from how old was I? I was about 13 or 14. Yeah, that was uh, my mom got it me when it first came out as like a present for doing good at school. Well, at least your mother loved you. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get me the Matrix phone. I love that phone. That was one of my favorite phones. It's where I had my highest ever Snake score on that phone. Oh, my. You know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because it was a Nokia. Today's... No, it was a Nokia. I'm thinking about it now. The Matrix. Uh, I want to say next next week, next week's episode, it will be the 20th anniversary of The Matrix. That's it. We're, we're going gonna right to... real deep into The Matrix. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about it. Fucking A. I fucking love fucking The Matrix. Mm, especially the first one. But some That's people so to much... this day still don't understand the whole concept of The Matrix. It's a little too real for me. <laughs> <laughs> They got offered a fuck ton of money to make some new ones, and they never did. Mm. I'm just looking at these. I, I'm glad oh, they didn't. Oh, dude, they released an upgraded version of this Sony Xperia, the R800. Don't tell me that. Don't make me buy things. Right? This, yeah, dude, they released like um one with a better graphic screen and everything. Sony Ericsson Xperia Play R800i. White Android cell phone, um, oh, PlayStation controller. I love white. It's on eBay right phones. now. I love white phones. They're so sexy. All black phones look the same. I don't know. Like my phone right now is the fucking Samsung. It's black. It's nasty. Oh, but shit. when I had the, yeah. But I just I love the white phones. It's something about white that's sexy. This one's on like Android. White. Android gingerbread, dude. I'm really looking at this like I'm on fucking bite. It runs on gingerbread? How is that possible? Android to version 2.3 gingerbread. Yeah, I know. That, that, no way. That was way before Android. Yeah, it's this been is upscaled. before smartphones. Wow. They've, that's what I'm saying. This is a new model. They've upscaled it. Hmm. And this is from an actual website? It's not like, you know, Danny down the street selling it? No, no, no. This it's a legit phone. This isn't a Craigslist thing? No, it's legit with a full PlayStation controller and um, an SD card slot. Oh, my God. You could probably hack the shit out of that. Yeah, dude. You could just get an emulator on there. PS2 games all day long. If it runs on Android, dude, you can root it. And you can put the games on the SD card. And it's dirt cheap. It's a hundred and... In dollars, it's a hundred and fifty dollars with free postage. Oh, that's amazing. Ships from Hong Kong, worldwide. Do you want me to send you the link? Yes, I made a link. Hey, oh yeah. By the way, we're we're recording, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we're not here to do our shopping. Look, guys, I recommend we all buy one of these. We network it somehow, and we start having um, painting helicopters, games, tournaments, win special prizes if you can beat me and Ray. <laughs> Best of luck to you. 
<laughs> and with that, we're going to end it for this week's show. Hold on. Been... Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, if we're, if we're, okay. If we're going to do a tournament style game, okay, I highly suggest that we put NFL Blitz, okay? I don't do sports games that often, but NFL Blitz, I will fucking destroy you. Is that the one where it was just Bo Jackson that was the best player and everyone else was shit? No, no. This is uh, NFL Blitz. Was uh, it was the it was Midway. They made Mortal Kombat, so it was kind of crazy. It had like the turbo buttons and shit like that. Like, yeah, it was an awesome game. But yeah, I say I say our loyal listeners, us. Or and- okay, since okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, or, or we can do this. Since you're since you're the basketball guy, you know you're the you're the Celtics pulse. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. You beat me. I don't think so, but you can try. <laughs> I'm down. I really want one. There's ten of them available. I'm gonna put in the code and be Bill Clinton. You can be Bill Clinton in NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> Do you remember the Space Jam game? That was one of my all-time favorite games. Hmm. There was a Space Jam game. Yeah, dude, it was sick. Like, you had to, um, you could play as the Monstars or you could play as the Toon Squad. But then you had, like, little mini games, like, when you were Daffy Duck. And you had to go to Michael Jordan's house and, like, do a maze to get all his clothes and not be bitten by the dog. There was loads on there. It was a really good game. I think that was on PS1. Let me have a look. It would have had to have been. Yeah. 95, 96. Yeah, it would have had to have been. Yes, Space Jam. PS, yeah, PS One, yeah. Oh, what a game! That's I'm that's gonna download right. this. Yep, yeah, fucking brilliant. That's what we're gonna do, then, guys. We're gonna get these phones and we're gonna start having some painting helicopters tournaments. Winner gets to paint <laughs> our first helicopter. We thought about we're gonna paint a big. Uh, we're gonna paint our helicopter white with the big Sony logo, and we're gonna be playing our phones while flying the helicopters. No law against phones and flying. No, there's no laws up in... Gravity is the only law in the air, my friend. Yeah, and that's the one law you want to disobey. (laughs) (laughs) If you start listening to gravity, then you're not playing it right, man. That's right. Defy gravity. That's That's what Michael Jordan did in Space Jam, okay? He did, and you can actually do that. What a game. I'm really happy about this. Anyway, we digress. We'll be back next week to talk some Matrix and fill you in on any nerd news that you've missed through the week. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best Matrix quote I could get was, whoa. He's starting to believe. He's beginning to believe. (laughs) It's funny. Are we still recording this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, when I play Apex Legends and I wipe a whole squad if I'm alone, because it's three on three, it's like, you know, three three people on a squad and there's like 20 squads and whatnot. But usually my team will die and I'm usually left alone. But if I'm alone and I wipe a squad by myself,